Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This is episode number 17, my reintroduction to Dungeons and Dragons. I've talked a lot about a lot of different game types. I have talked about card games, dice game, board games, all the tabletop genres, video games, tablet games, phone games, kind of the same thing. Consoles, PCs, cabinets. I've gone through some history on my gaming. And so uh, I have missed one. Well, I've kind of talked about RPGs, but I haven't really talked about one gaming subject that's really actually in a revigorated state. Uh, probably about the same level of hype and energy and maybe not as much dislike, but a lot more love for Dungeons and Dragons, uh, created by the great Gary Gygax. Um, I actually, and this is a very interesting fact, I think it's a, I have a Gygax number of two because I have met Gary, uh, on a chance meeting a very, very, very long time ago, uh, after, I had successfully not gotten in trouble at a church camp at Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. My parents came came up and were going to stay for the weekend, and I was allowed to go run around town. And, of course, I knew about Dungeons & Dragons. I knew about TSR and, you know, a map and some directions. Later, I had made it over the the, uh, TSR offices. And, you know, I've seen the pictures. I know who Gary is. And so... Pretty kind of cool thing, you know, I was a young uh, 11-year-old, luckily enough to kind of meet somebody that is considered maybe, I don't know, probably be up on the mountain with Stan Lee, I think, you know, Stan Lee, maybe Gary Gygax, you know, there's a few other people. Gosh, I think about who else is on that. That may be a whole nother episode. But I have been researching it. I've really wanted to do a podcast for people because I think Dungeons & Dragons is is an amazing genre and an amazing type of game and RPG games in general. Uh, D&D being the, the top end ones. There's tons. Even Marvel's and DVD, Marvel and DC have actually had some. So you have the comic book worlds. And then you've got space worlds and you know all sorts of worlds that have been created for RPGs. But again, you go back to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, one of my kids, actually, we got him a starter set. And kind of played a little bit, fell off. So I have been reading the 5th edition guides. And if you really want a great history, if you know nothing about it, if you're interested in reading about or listening to a book about it, make sure you take a look of Dice and Men by David Ewalt. Uh, It is amazing. It actually goes through his kind of journey, but it's also very historical. Great book on Dungeons and Dragons. So after doing this, I uh, had reading the books, uh, you know, looking at the starter guides. I kind of said, hmm, okay, let's try. Let me go find a group. And so the cool thing about the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons, they have what, called, what is called the Adventurers League, which means you can show up to a Dungeons and Dragons game kind of unannounced. Uh, it is good, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I did it because I think this way it makes it a lot easier. Um, if you've never played before, this is going to be the way you can go start playing Dungeons & Dragons or try it out. And I will tell you this, the one thing about Dungeons & Dragons that I think a lot of games miss, especially the games that are super hard, super difficult, or kind of an elitist, you have to buy into it, is Dungeons & Dragons has 
primarily been about fun and having fun doing adventures and quests and getting through uh, dungeons or um, you know, maze or labyrinth, bit of thing, same thing, you know, kind of, kind of having fun. And I'll go into it deeper. I, I think we're going to do a few podcasts on D and D and I'm hoping to maybe score some points with the folks at wizards of the coast. I will tweet them after that. I send this one out. But how I kind of started looking for uh, a D&D game was I went to the first place that I look for and if I'm trying to do anything new. I, I wanted to go try sailing many years ago. So I ended up on Meetup. And so Meetup is a great place if you want to meet people who have similar interests and there are D&D games out there. And it's great. A lot of the places that I wanted to try because I had a free night were not the night I had free. So Meetup, yeah works but i you know i think i may try some meetup groups uh, in the area i did enjoy the game that i played last night so i'll get into that again um but you can also look at facebook groups and if they hadn't created a super bowl commercial so facebook awesome your super bowl commercial worked um maybe not as much as the jason momoa rocket mortgage one which wow who knew about that guy i'm kidding it's uh that's a good one if you haven't seen it uh, so I looked out there and then, uh, I went out to the wizards of the coast site and found out they have an event site and that they have a forum that shows places that host games regularly. And so I ended up out there and well, you know, you've probably heard me talk about these guys, but, uh, who's there on the Wednesday night, but uncle's games, uncle's games is kind of my, I guess it's now my home game shop. You know, I've tried some other locations that are out there. Um, some of them have really been a far distance from me. I mean, I've taken a two-hour drive to go get to them. And that's along with traffic and things like that. Other ones, you know, there's you know, their schedule or hours are different, so it's a little harder to get over there. Or there's actually been one where I've been able to get to it. It's pretty easy to get to it, but they have the worst parking ever. Um, and I'm going to have to try to get over there when they don't have bad parking. So when that happens and I'm trying not to be mean about the parking, I'm sure it's a great place. Uh, did call over. I did give them the opportunity. I was trying to find a game for a friend. Didn't find it there, but, uh, I'm not, again, I'm not giving up on other places, but uncles, uh, the folks there have been really helpful. They've been super awesome. They've given me so much great feedback when we were doing the dice and the card and some of the board games. And I was going into a little bit of depth there because I was kind of out of my space. The other great thing about uncles is actually in crossroads mall and crossroads mall has a section called the game lane, which is set up for people who want to play board games, RPGs. If you want to play just, you know, a card or dice game, right? Anything tabletop, let's just go with that. And there's great food. And of course my uh, favorite place to go probably store wise anymore is half price books is also in there. Another great place if you're into uh, games and gaming information and gaming stuff, or if you're into great music, they have awesome selection, as well as if you're a kind of a comic book collector or person who likes to find very cool-looking covers and put them on his walls, then maybe a half-price will work. But, you know, the folks over at uh, that that have uncles have two locations. They have one that we I went to, Bellevue, and they also have a Redmond one. They're both about the same distance for me, but just so happens that on this evening uh, they had a game and I actually called the store and I would suggest, I'm just going to say this right now, 
if you're interested, call them and kind of ask because they may say, well, this is a group that's been getting together for four or five years. Uh, they do accept new players or they may say, hey, this is an adventurers league and people get together and play and the group changes a lot. So that's really, really the easy way. Um, I do want to kind of give you that checklist of just talking to folks, asking them, you know, really ask them questions. There are no bad questions. And in fact, I will tell you this, people in games or gamer gaming, uh, you know, in general, both stores and gamers are really upfront and give you a lot of information or really want to help people who are getting into gaming. So again, like this podcast, I think this is an introduction. If you've never played D&D &D, and if one person who's never played D&D &D says, you know what, I'm going to go try a game. This podcast will be the greatest success for me in the world. Uh, I've had a good week, so this will be a good way to kind of be a super awesome week. Um, but, you know, pick up the phone, ask some questions before you want to go. Now, you know, use that as a checklist or, you know, because if you do have a bad experience with someone, say something too. And that, you know, I'm not trying to tell you how to do handle customer service experiences, but I am saying if something didn't work out for you, say, hey, I came in, I wasn't sure what to do. Um, somebody literally started started throwing games at me and I was asking them about, you know, I was looking for a new board game and people were like, oh, here you go. And they're throwing uh you know, Gloomhaven at you, which is like a $200 and it's a 40 pound game. It's crazy. It, but you know, they came in and said that everybody is usually pretty open and honest. So if you have questions, again, I'm trying to help anyone who may be going, Hmm, this is kind of weird for me. I've never done this before. Good, good for you first. Great for you. And I will just tell you, uh, this is not going to sound, I hope this doesn't sound sexist, but guys, ladies, Everybody is accepted. I'm going to, when I tell you about my experience with my, uh, my D and D group this week, it was very, very interesting. And I'm saying that kind of a little bit tongue in cheek because it's funny, but you know, the, the first place, if I had never, ever, ever played Dungeons and Dragons was, I would go to the source. Um, and if I'm going to put it out there, if you've never played D and D don't worry. But if you've never watched The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, or read those King Arthur, Rights of the Round Table, don't know about the Holy Grail, or Monty Python and those guys, maybe you've never seen Game of Thrones or any other fantasy movie, then you're in for a surprise, because fantasy is awesome. Of course, everyone has probably seen and heard about all of those. So if you've seen and heard about those, then you're, you're already ahead of the of the game. If you haven't, go grab The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. It is a fantastic book. It is amazing. It's a great story and you're going to get some wizards and some trolls and all sorts of fun stuff in that. Um, if not, you know, if you don't want to read that, then just dive in with two feet. But the first place I would go, and again, I ended up there, was the Wizards of the Coast site. Um, if you get to the site and see a great big dragon in the, in the phrase that says, we make games that bring people together, then you're on the right we website. You, you know, if you went to Wizards of the East Coast, I don't know. But the, the coast is really where uh, they are. And I apologize for making some East Coast jokes. But in the upper right-hand corner, you can click on Games. Or if you want to click around a bit, go ahead and look. Um, they are hiring, which is really awesome. I think this would be one of the coolest companies ever to work for. And I used to work for Microsoft. I said that all the time. This, it was the coolest company. But when you get to the game, scroll down. You're going to pass Magic the Gathering. We've talked about them. And click on D&D. &D. There is a great video to watch there. 
and click on the site. So when you get there, there is a ton of information that you're going to see. However, in the very top left, you're going to see a new to D&D. I would just click on that, click each one of the, the hover over it, click each one of the links that are in there, uh, get used to it, read a little bit about it. There's some great information on there. It'll help you understand RPGs, kind of how Dungeons and Dragons works. And a very important lesson to have fun is throughout all of this. So, you know, have fun. Understand that you're not going to be intimidated. If you aren't sure what dice to roll, people are going to help you. And what's great about it is if you're newer, it's amazing that you may have like a 15-year-old telling you what dice to pick out. Uh, that is kind of preempting a little bit of my experience, which was fine. And it was actually kind of cool. Um, the great thing that I love about Dungeons & Dragons, though, is I have had oh, probably 50 characters, maybe under 50 characters that I've created. If you get bored of someone, and I've had you know fighters and I've had mages and I've had you know, clerics and things like that. It's great. You don't just have to kill them off. You can say, hey, they're just going to go live on their farm for a little bit and I'm going to play somebody else. So, you know, most times they tell you to roll a character, but for my occasion, and if this is your very first time to go, you can go to the products tab that's right up on the top. Click on the resources and you'll see character sheets. And these are actual characters that have been rolled and they've been created. And all you have to do is give your character a name. In fact, you don't even need to do that. You can just say, oh, I'm just going to be the paladin this time or just go down that road. So now you have a character sheet. You've kind of read through the basic rules, understanding that everybody's going to have a turn. Things are going to attack you. You're going to be able to look for things, stuff like that. If you get really into it, there is actually the game guide is out there. It's about a, over 100 pages, and it's really awesome. I'm going to tell you what else you want to bring with you. First, you're going to need just a couple things. One, I would get a binder. If you have a binder, if your kids have an old binder or a folder, make sure you have paper and pencil and pencil so that you can erase. So you're racing, say like you lose hit points, you can erase them or you gather something that you're going to give away later. Write it down so you can give it out. Um, I have a balance, a binder, sorry, I have a binder that I took a picture of a paladin and put on the front of it. Um, 12 year old me used my trapper keeper that was purchased for me to use at school. Uh, but it was really good at holding character sheets and notes and again, a pen and paper. Um, the other thing is you're going to need a set of dice, maybe a bag, even a Ziploc bag will work to carry them. Um, and the dice don't have to be the best. You can get a set on Amazon if you want, but go to the local game store. They will definitely help you out. You're going to need a 20-sided dice, a 12-sided dice, a 10-sided dice, 8-sided dice, 6-sided dice, 4-sided dice to play. And the reason is sometimes you're going to roll with the 20 to see if you do something, and then you have to roll depending, you know, if your weapon uses a 12-sided uh, dice for a hit, yay. All right. So after all of this, you're going to have a couple of options, again, to find one of those games and join. And I would suggest finding an Adventure League game because these are meant for drop-ins. And I did this, and it was fantastic. Uh, I would say get there 15 to 20 minutes early if you're sitting with a DM. Ask some questions. Let them know your skill level if you've played before. Um, maybe it is a full group. Ask if you can watch. It is a lot of fun to watch and listen. And you may be someone that people will say, hey, what do you think we should do? Really cool that way. Uh, you know, the only time I've ever 
been in a group where people didn't want me to play was when they had a group and this is maybe 15 years ago and I was trying to get back in and there's a group and they've been doing it for two years and they were just, they didn't want any new people because they were feeling really good. But the last time I had actually really played D and D was 27 years ago. Um, our college group broke up by graduating. We didn't get do much more after that. We've kept in touch and enjoyed it, but you can really find, you know, a mentor out there and do not be upset or afraid if that mentor is 12 or 15, maybe 20. Um, do not be afraid or upset. If you think someone's making fun of you, it, it, there are jokes in D and D you may get bonked in the head by a flying Pegasus and it knocks you out while someone else is trying to yodel to a, uh, a gnome poet, giving you a little insight of what happened last night. But really, you know, think about this. Some of the most amazing minds on this planet have played or still play Dungeons and Dragons. And that includes some of our biggest CEOs, actors, directors, people who you know, build and make things amazing. I would probably say Elon Musk maybe up there that might be a tough dungeon group to be in um but if you've seen on the big bang theory william shatner plays kareem abdul jabbar guy who scored the most points in the nba captain kirk himself will wheaton and sorry will wheaton i didn't mean to throw you under the bus there i mean but kareem and shatner i mean right um but it's you know you also see people like actors who will play it or and i have to believe that somewhere in washington dc somewhere in congress on some evening there is a dnd group somewhere i kind of wonder is it like a mitch mcconnell thing or maybe nancy pelosi you never know it could be anybody playing dnd but again the people who make fun of you or make fun of D&D, they don't understand it. They don't understand the fun. They don't understand the adventure that gets created. And that's the great thing about Dungeons & Dragons is you're going to see things that are being going to be created. And the D&D community will always accept every weird quirk. Um, mine, and as, as crazy as this sounds, and when I can have my hands on them, is every turn I eat one sweet tart. And it just for each turn and it kind of you can have turns that go five ten minutes so you know the sweet tarts are out there and you know you can sit and daydream while you're having that sweetheart last piece if your character does die when you're playing that verse time do not worry you can go and get another character the character sheet you can re-roll a character maybe create a character on the character sheet that's the younger brother or sister and you know especially most of the dms are not going to try to kill you while you're playing Okay, so I'm going to give you kind of the synopsis of last night. So really, really nasty rainy here in Seattle this week, kind of monsoony. We're getting about an inch of rain a day, which is kind of heavy for us. We have flooding and stuff like the other places. And so driving over, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. I want to try to get there 30 minutes before. I want to introduce myself to the DM. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I get there. And I walk in and there's a group already forming and I kind of walk in and I'm like, oh, is this the D&D Adventurers League group? And they're like, no, you need to go find Jeff. And they point to Jeff. Now, Jeff is a uh, college student and Jeff has green hair, which makes it really easy for me to see Jeff. And I'm just going to be honest. I'm a 50 year old man going to a game store on a Wednesday night to play D&D. 
And I felt really good about it. I was excited. It was fun. And we sit down and two young ladies sit down. Uh, one was wearing a John Hopkins sweatshirt. So I'm having to think she's really smart. But they actually picked up some food. And I was like, darn it, I should pick some food up too. Uh, then a, a couple of young guys. And when I say young guys, probably like 10 to 12 sat down at the table, their parents are, and there's a library there and their parents are kind of doing the mall walking thing and hanging out with us. Um, they actually brought a lot of creativity to the game, which was really fun. And then a young lady joined us. So we had a you know, party of six. Uh, it was a great dungeon because it was kind of uh, the last time this group had got together was two weeks ago and we're, we'll be getting together in another two weeks. But the town that they were in had been completely destroyed. All characters were killed and they were brought back into the light. And sometimes when people say into the light, they were resurrected or brought back as a character um, outside of the, the space where the town was. And they were uh, trying to round up survivors, get supplies for the survivors, uh, get entertainment because we had to get, pick up a poet. But we really started out originally by having a group of bandits attack us, had to fight off the bandits. And then we were able to pick up a cart and a horse and bring some uh equipment that a dwarf uh had asked us to pick up for him and all of this is just happening organically and right it's not like it needs to have an a to b to c the dungeon master is delivering us information uh then we found a uh, let's see a halfling and a warrior and they wanted to join us great if you have enough swords more or better and we went out and we were gonna go grab this go to this mill and help mill some grain for the rest of the survivors. And that was part of the big part of this because we needed to get the caravan completely together because we are going to have to one, either start a new town or go to another town at that point. Um, we did encounter a lot of things that attacked us, including let's see, I almost got killed by, well, I didn't get killed. I got killed, no, I got killed one of the bandits. And then we went down the road and had a, um, a glowing orb as we were looking for something for uh, a quest. We had found a poet, and the poet's like, oh, I want to write a story so I can help people go to sleep at night because it's traumatic. Obviously, you can see, you know, they develop a pretty deep story. So we, we found all the pieces, but one of the times I almost was, was killed, I was shocked to death, but I was playing a paladin. I was able to heal myself for five points. And from there, we then finally got to the mill when we were all done. And that was a great stopping point. And you probably thought, wow, he's going to keep going on for a while. But we really reached a spot where we could end. And we had played for an hour and a half. Uh, all had gained two levels. I think I got, I could look at my character sheet. I don't want to make a bunch of noise looking at it. I think I got two health potions, about 40 gold. Haven't rested yet, so I haven't been able to enjoy my two new levels. Uh, but that's very exciting. I, I had a lot of fun. It was, it was interesting because think of this. I will probably say the age at the table, eh, Jeff is probably 20. Like I said, there are two 12, 13-year-olds there, probably 17 to 19-year-olds, and then someone who was 21 coming from a job, or 22, uh, coming from a job after college. And again, I remember because she had said she came, she just graduated in December and she started a new job. So really, I was the oldest person there. I was the dad of D&D. &D, so it's like D and D&D. &D. Um, 
but what was interesting was I didn't have to dad anybody. I didn't have, we didn't have any scolding, we didn't have any arguing. We, we kind of tried to figure out which targets to attack sometimes. And that, that probably could have been a better coordination, but you know, we're a group of people that I think only two people knew each other sitting down. I mean, knew each other personally, spent time with each other. Everybody, the DM seemed to know most of the folks, Jeff knew most of the folks, but it was really awesome. When I was done, I went back in and started looking at some of the, the D and D stuff because I think I could probably run a, uh, a DM uh, job at some point and maybe run my own group. I think it would be fun to keep coming back to the Adventurers League because it's neat to see what people show up. And next time I'm getting food. So if you've never played D&D, you want to be introduced to it. Uh, this is kind of an impromptu podcast because I was thinking about it today. And I started really early this morning and then took a little longer lunch and was jotting some notes down for another podcast and or this, this podcast, but another episode. And I was like, you know, I need to really tell my story about playing D and D last night for someone who hadn't played it in 27 years, similar rules. And when I had played, I had been playing on the advanced dungeon dragons books, which I actually found a set many years ago. And I have them here in my office. I'll try to take some pictures and put them out on the Twitter feed. But the last time I played, Ah, uh, shoot, I was in my 20s, and now I'm in my 50s, and I'm still loving D&D, and I may just try, like I said, to put together another group, maybe one closer to me. There's a great library around the corner. We could easily put together uh, a game there, but if you do get a chance, try it out. Go out to Wizards of the Coast and look at it, and if you're concerned, and I'm going to say this for the parents, if you're concerned that your kids are playing some game, that they're going to do something bad. D&D is not the game. I would say you probably look at first-person shooters, and that is my personal opinion. Anybody who develops or builds or writes first-person shooters or sells them, my opinion. But D&D is something that creates... It's not all about shooting with swords or firing firebolts or shooting arrows or throwing javelins things. It's a place that creates a collaboration with other people like we did last night. It creates an innovative spirit and a creative mindset where you're able to go out and build on your experience with complete strangers. It doesn't matter what culture you are. There are multicultures last night. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. It allows you to take a fantasy world and who does not love a fantasy world? I mean, I could watch the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies over and over and over again, because when I was a boy, I could only envision them in my head and I kind of get those pictures filled in with color and three dimensions. So if you're a parent or you're somebody who's worried, Dungeons and Dragons is going to make bad things happen. I would say you have a better chance of doing worse with your credit card. And you have a better chance of doing worse with alcohol and tobacco. Dungeons and Dragons allows you to have a creative space. And if you don't like D&D, I can guarantee you if your faith doesn't support that, there are role-playing games for your faith. Do some searching on them. Learn about them. But again, this is my D&D story. And I wanted to tell it to you. And I wanted to reintroduce everybody to D&D. I plan on doing uh, a couple more podcasts where I go into the history of D&D. We talk about it. We talk about what it is and how to play it. 
And it's not going to be an exact role by role how to play it, but it will go into in depth if you're very interested in D&D. Again, get David Ewalt's book of Dyson Men. Go to Wizards of the Coast site. Visit your local game store. Check out Meetup, Facebook groups. Go out to the Wizards of the Coast forums. Spend a little time learning about it. I guarantee you, if you do that and you come back and you're just going to be like, wow, that was interesting. It was neat. I enjoyed it. Or maybe it wasn't my cup of tea. But until next time, we'll talk to you soon.